You're listening to the Soul Ties Podcast with Kenyon and Takar Martin, counselors and authors of Journey to Freedom, The Soul Ties Detox. We bring awareness to toxic relationships, encourage singles growth, and improve couple strengthening. We specialize in repairing the people that relationships broke. And this year, our goal is to see 10,000 hearts healed from toxic relationships. Join us every week on Facebook Live, Wednesdays at 7.30 p.m. Eastern. You can also send your questions to Instagram at AskTheMartins and Twitter at AskTheMartins. And for more information on the 10,000 Heart Tilled Initiative, booking information, or our services, visit thesoultiesdetox.com. Now, let's get into today's episode. <laughs> Listen, we're talking about the five love languages for singles. Singles are our focus with doing this. Now, the five love languages is a book written by Dr. Gary Chapman. And I the 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 main premise of the book is to help people who are in relationships to support and bolster those relationships through effective communication and yes. understanding each other. Now, the thing is, is that we understand that you don't just get a love language right. just because you got somebody. You are born with those love languages. We all speak those love languages, but there's one or two that's your default that you speak at the core that's a core part of you now the thing is is that because of what Takara and I do as we help heal people and how, how as we help um, uh, get people uh, through the hard time the tough times the hurt of toxic relationships we also have to reintroduce themselves them to themselves right and part of that is uh, helping them define their love language as well as showing them as singles in a dating environment how to guard their love language language because that love language is access to them it's um affectionate access it's sensitive access it's intimate access yes and we want to make sure that if you're single and you're guarding your you can guard your love language from the people who don't need access to you mm -hmm. are you guys with us today so yep. we've talked about receiving gifts we've talked about um uh, physical touch. Uh, yesterday we talked about uh, what acts of service. Acts of service, yes. And we have t a few more to go. We have words of affirmation mm -hmm. to go. Uh, we have uh, what a quality time. Today we're it. today we are doing quality time. Quality time. So we're going to do quality time today. We're, that's what we're going to speak to today. Now, if you believe that quality, now listen before we get started. Oh. We trust that by now you guys have gotten your love language, that you guys know your love language. If you don't know your love language, by all means, after this podcast, click on the link that's provided in the description, mm -hmm. and it takes you to a page that we develop, especially for you, so that the singles can get their love language. This is specifically for singles, because we want to make sure that you're healthy as you move forward and that right. you're getting the most out of this. This information, we you, we usually take this information down. We're going to keep it up for a while so that you guys can get into it yes does that make sense yep. now quality time people those of you who love quality time yes. is your podcast available on itunes as a matter of fact it is itunes and soundcloud i'm sorry you already answered that okay <laughs> latoria said i'm ready because i was so wrong on the two i thought were mine i just knew i was physical touch and receiving gifts no quality time and words of affirmation well, well come on in latoria you are in the building come on talk to us now what is quality time what is the love language of quality time well the love language of quality time shows and responds to affection via the sentiment of undivided unaltered and uninterrupted attention yes now this is more than just a date people who who don't have quality time as their love language they mistake it and think oh it's just a date i just gotta spend time with right. them it's just you know we can netflix and binge or whatever the netflix case may be and chill baby all that kind of stuff right there because they're they're <laughs> They're hoping that physical touch will eventually be it, but that's not the case. This is about being together. And when we're talking about being together, it's about an attention, uh, being together in an attentive and focused way. If we can condense quality time down to one word, mm -hmm. that word would be presence. Yes. Okay? Yes, it would. Um, uh, if we can condense it down to one phrase, it would be present in the moment right that moment for you matters being present in the moment being the focus and focal point of attention both of you matters the people who speak quality time you guys who speak quality time mm -hmm. it's like this when you're 
focus in that moment, time and space falls away and you guys are flowing in some kind of level of subconscious yes. or, uh, or some higher level of consciousness that other people don't flow in because this is what you speak. This is how you say you love them and this is how they should say they love you. You are totally, absolutely into each other. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Fantastic. So because quality time is your love language, Okay, conversation is important. Now, when I say conversation is important, it's not just talking. Mm -hmm. Um, It's hearing. It's listening. It's being there. It's being present. Okay, and when we say being present, it's not just your your physical present. It's like being like you must be there. Right. Exactly. Your attention goes nowhere else. Um, you're, you're paid attention to, um, when they speak to you, they, it, it has to show that they thought enough of you to speak with, um, enough, uh, like information or, or, right. or, or what should I say? Substance. Yes. They speak with substance and they respond with substance. Mm-hmm. If that makes mm-hmm. sense. Okay. Yep. Um, for those of you who, who, who speak love language, uh, the love language of quality time, eye contact is real important to you. Oh, yeah. This is how you connect. This is how you connect in a way that other people don't know you. As a matter of fact, you guys are the ones most likely to be caught in that whole thought thought process of I saw you across a crowded room. You're the <laughs> one that's usually responding to that because that connection cuts through. Again, it cuts through time and space. It's two people who are there in a moment. Quality time does that. Yes. Does that make sense? Yep. Quality time, if you love quality time, priority is a must. What do I mean by priority? It means that when you're together, you're together. That time is prioritized and any interruptions is seen as unloving, disrespectful, disrespectful and disruptive. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's very important that you understand that about yourself and that whoever you're with or whoever you may be with learns this about you. Um, it, it, it's, it's incredibly hurtful to be busy as a matter of fact we talked about acts of service uh yesterday right right so the acts of service person will more than likely you know they're showing their love by being busy and getting you sandwiches or getting you whatever you Sandwich want and a soda. Uh, right <laughs> all that kind of stuff right and all you're saying is that that is so disrespectful and unloving your your sandwich is right here right your soda is right here you see what i'm saying <laughs> yeah. and so that's what quality time is finally for the person person whose love language is quality time, uh, attentive presence is magical to you. It it says something. It does something to you. You're it draws out passion. You're the person. Uh, those who speak quality time and speak mm-hmm. it fluently, mm-hmm. and fluently is their default. They're the people who can create a level of sexual passion without touching. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to go back I'm going to date myself But I'll give you an example uh, There are two movies out there One is from the 80s One is from the 70s Right One is The Demolition Man With uh, Sly Stallone And um, I forgot her name Sandra Bullock Sandra Bullock Right And the other one is Okay this is really old I was a little kid at this time But still it's really old Barbarella Okay Barbarella in the Lord 70s Now there are There Hush There are places in this movie where two people are looking to have intimate contact. They're looking to have sex, but they don't literally have physical sex because it's the future. And what they do is they do it with their minds. You see what I'm saying? Yes. So a person who has a mastery of quality time masters the moment in such to such an extent. It's like that. Right. It's, it's that, you it's don't that have expressive. To do, you don't have to do a whole lot. You just have to be there. You yeah. have to connect with me and be there with me. Absolutely. And and, and not just be there, but it, it gets intense. It gets intense. You were talking about. Uh, oh, yeah. So, y'all, one time me, one time me and Kenya were watching Sex in the City together. I was watching it with her. One time we were watching it. And Samantha, the nasty one, she was um, out and started dating a guy. Hold on, hold on. Wait a minute. But before we keep going any further, y'all know that, that this is a no judgment zone. All right. It's a no Stop judgment judging zone. Us. Yes. Kenyon Martin watches Sex in the City with me. I watched it. Yes, I did with my wife. And I spent that quality time with her. Mm-hmm. Okay. So in the in the show, we were watching the show, not the movie. In the show, uh, Samantha had gone on a date with a guy who she was very attracted to. And it just so happened that this man was celibate. And they spent the entire episode not having sex. 
And I would um, That's the episode I watched. That's the one that's one of the ones he watched, <laughs> y'all. Just just one of them. One of the ones. And in that episode, he came in. I'm, I'm sorry, she came in there and was just like, listen. I've never felt something so sexy as not having sex. And all they did was they connected with their minds and their presence with each other. They literally said that. And so somebody who is experiencing just quality time with someone, you can please them so easy just by being there in the moment. Or, or be pleased. If or, both of yeah. you are on that wavelength, this is very important. Because the unique part about this is the physical aspect of this. Right. Um, I know physical touch has that aspect, but this is a little bit different because it it has presence. It's, it's not physical touch as we speak. It's physical attention. Right. You right. see what I'm saying? Absolutely. It's like being there. It's like staring in someone's eyes. It's like my mind to your mind, my thoughts to your thoughts. It's it's real deep. And if, if, if you're... If, if you know what I just said, um, <laughs> you probably don't. But if you know what I just said, you can always give me a high five later. All right. Now, listen, access to you. Quality time, people. We got to we got to protect you. So let, let us talk about how people get access to you. And this is not a bad thing. This is just how you're wooed. OK, access can be condensed into one word. Attention. Mm-hmm. Attention. And this cannot just be any attention. It's not that thirsty attention. It's just not, it's not, hey, girl, how you doing mm-hmm. type of attention or, hey, can I get your number kind of type of attention. This is the type of attention that moves you. Hey, baby, what's your name and how can I get to know you, huh? And then, you you know, you got to play hard to get. You'd be like, well, you know, I'm not really looking for a relationship right now. Well, I can appreciate that. But, uh, you know, you might be looking for an extra friend. <laughs> I mean, I got a lot of friends, but I like the way you lick your lips. <laughs> I'm sorry. But, but do y'all get this? Do y'all get this? I, I want y'all to get this because you're the one who's most likely to fall in that category of someone immediate. Like, like gifts can't be given like on the meat. Okay. Physical touch can't be had on the meat. Not like, right. not like that. Not in those like, oh, I feel you type ways. But, but that, that, that quality time, that attention, because Quality. When we say quality time, time is there is no measurement to that time. Again, Mm -hmm. when you when you think of time, when it comes to quality time, think of being in the moment. Mm -hmm. And if they could capture you in the moment or you could capture them in the moment, if that's quality time, if they have it, um, you've you've you have an instant attraction. There's nothing wrong with that. That's just about being um, wooed. That's all that is. Okay, so um, paying attention to you creates a connection is everybody still with me yes <laughs> she said hey <laughs> hey Jacob. okay so now now that we know this singles let's begin to protect you how can your love language mm-hmm. hurt you well for each love language is different um because there's different dynamics in those love languages right mm-hmm. so the first way, and am I going? I don't want to go too fast because I want to. No, make you're good. Sure. You're okay. good. You're good. It the love language, the way your love language can hurt you comes in two steps. Mm-hmm. Okay, there are two steps to that. The first step is this, and I'm going to give you a picture. Have you ever seen those nature shows? Right. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hey, listen. This man got a, a show analogy, a movie for everything. I watched a lot of TV in my time, but have you ever seen the nature shows where a lioness? Hey, if you ever watch The Lion King, a lioness is in the Sahara and she's in the tall grass and she's hidden by the grass and she's looking at a herd, looking towards a herd of whatever she's about to eat. Gazelles. Okay, gazelles. The thing about lionesses, they hunt in packs, but they also point out one gazelle. They have a they have a focus on one. The herd doesn't bother them. They see one particular one. And it's an aggressive energy. It's a fo- it's a laser beam like, are you Sarah Connor Terminator type focus oh, on Jesus. that one? <laughs> Gazelle, right? But listen, listen. The problem is, is that what may hurt you is, is that you can't determine what kind of attention that is. See, predators have the same kind of attention that you're looking for in the moment. Mm-hmm. When you see a predator in the Sahara or in those gra- in that grass, and it's it's it and it's looking and it's focused, 
it's an aggressive attention. Right. They know that they want something. Uh-huh. They have a hunger. And everybody loves feeling hungered for. Everyone loves feeling Listen. desired. Yes. But if you don't understand that that's a predator, what can happen is this. That's step one, that aggressive attention. I see you and only you. Out of all the people in this room, all I see is you. Right? Go ahead. Well, that's, I mean, and but this is how we get caught up sometimes in those situations where somebody is aggressively pursuing you, uh-huh. right? They make you feel really good. And I know, here's how it happened to me in my past. Someone aggressively pursued me. It felt really good for them to aggressively pursue me over and over again. And because of my convictions, I have very faith-based convictions. You know, I was yeah. trying to do right. I was trying to live holy. And and so I was like, you know what? No, I'm going to stand my ground. I'm going to stand my ground. And it felt good every time I said, you know what? No, I'm not really looking for anything right now. Or let's just be friends. Or let's just take it slow. I'm being cool. But it's a challenge to somebody who has a hunger, regardless of what it is. If you're hungry, if if you are hungry for uh, quality time, and they know that that's you, they'll keep pushing. Absolutely, they'll, they'll absolutely keep pushing. But then what happens is once they get what they want, it's like this whirlwind. Like, oh my God, what happened? All of a sudden, they quit responding to text messages. They're not calling. You keep accidentally calling them, but and so they spent quality time with you in that way that they've really pursued you. And so they've been willing to do whatever it took to get what they wanted. And by the time they got it, it's like you wake up from a dream yes. because that person is no longer around. And yes. all of a sudden you're like, I mean, you're talking about a whirlwind of just, Oh my God, what just happened to me? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And and the thing is, is that the first problem is, is you can't tell whether this is scar or Darius love hall. We don't know which one it is. All we know <laughs> <laughs> all we know is that they're coming after us with great pursuit. That's all we know. Mm-hmm. But if it becomes scarred, this is how you know. And it goes exactly with what you said. Step two is once their hunger is satisfied, you become abandoned. Right. Now, many people, any love language, many different personalities, we've all in some way or many have in some way um, received or understood or have gone through the problem of being abandoned. Mm-hmm. But when your love language, when your love language is quality time, being abandoned moment after moment, those moments are timeless. Mm-hmm. Okay. When you're abandoned, it hurts especially deep. Yes. It's especially stingy. Yeah. It's especially hurtful. And it that can break you. Right. If you've gone through from one relationship to another, to another, to a, a, a you know romantic relationship or abandonment and romantic relationships, or if you've gone through abandonment when it comes to family, mm-hmm. you know, um, mom and dad issues, you will end up having an attachment issue right. with someone else. Right. So these are, this is, it's very important that you understand that number one, you can be, you, you, you can be pursued, but you have to know the difference between the, the predator and the lover, the, the scar again, scar and Darius love all. And then number two, you'll know if you give up too quickly after their hunger is satisfied. Jesus. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Yes, I just ma'am. wanted to just here's the thing too that you have to be very careful of. If your love language is quality time, to someone who is um cunning and yeah. smart, yes. you are very easy to please. Yes. Because as long as you are with them, they can make you feel like you are the most important person in the world. Yes. As long as y'all are together, they can make you feel like no one else matters but you. Absolutely. Even via text message, even via technology, even via the DM, they can make it seem like, because even if you're not physically together, they can captivate your mind and make you feel like they are right there next to you. And so what you have to be careful of is that that person who keeps feeding you that quality time in any way, shape or form, if you're not careful, you'll receive that as something that it's not. All they're doing is trying to get you tired down and get what they want from you, even if it's consistently and on a consistent basis. Yes. But what what you're thinking it is, is that it's something this this wonderful, great relationship because you're getting time. 
So you have to be careful and look for what else you're getting other than time and making sure that your time is not being manipulated. Yes. DMs, text messages can all be sent and burst to multiple people at the same time. When they're with you, check and see how their phone is. Check and see if it's over to the side, down, volume off, things like that. I'm giving you a lesson just in case. But because... If you're dating, that's that's how you got, you got to, you got to ass- assess what you're around. Go ahead. Yes. And so that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Assess it. Don't just take the fact that they're with you as the gold sign that they are right for you. No, after that, you still need to evaluate what it is. So I'm just saying, be careful there. No, but that's such a good point. Don't take the fact that they're speaking your love language. Other words, don't take the fact that they're saying I love you or I have affection for you and you're able to receive it and consume it easily. Don't think that that's that's the right person for you. Right. It right. takes more than just that to um, assess whether that's the right person. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the perversion. The perversion. Yes. Each one of these love languages has a perversion. What a perversion is, it's a twist. It's it's uh, it's taking something good and making it bad like mm-hmm. i always use the word wicked or it uh or wicker we, mm-hmm. we twist wicker things up it's being twisted okay so if quality time is twisted if your love language is quality time and you allow yourself to be twisted by someone else's perception of you mm-hmm. or you allow yourself to be twisted by broken relationships it can come off as controlling and clingy yes. that's what will happen now understand that quality time is love that's being shared in the moment, okay? But people who don't understand that, people who don't understand that you're only after moments with them, not hanging on to them or not trying to figure out where they are, where they're going to be. All you're looking to, to do is have those moments of love where you exchange that endearment with them. Mm-hmm. If they don't understand that, they'll see you as clingy. What mm-hmm. are you going to say, babe? No. Well, well Ginka, she said, <clears throat> somebody in our comments, she said, this is so true. My ex was narcissistic and he manipulated me by giving me my love language. My intuition felt that something was wrong, but I didn't see it until later into the relationship. You've got to guard your heart. Now, what I was going to say, because that led into my thing was, was that if you're being pursued by a predator, they're going to lay all of this on thick very, very much in the very beginning. Right. They're going to lay it on thick, especially if you are dealing with someone with that is a narcissist, because at the end, they'll pull it back. They'll pimp you out. They'll get you sprung on it. And then they'll yank it back in order to keep making you chase that. You don't spend time with me anymore. You don't come over anymore. Absolutely. You don't do this for me anymore. You don't do that. And then what they do, they pervert it. And then they begin to make you feel guilty for just wanting them to love you. Ah, they begin to ooh. make you feel guilty by saying, give me what you promised me. Give me what you started out giving me. And so that's why you've got to, like she said, guard your heart because it happens so easily and you never see it coming. Absolutely. Oh, that's so good. That's so good. Listen, listen, when dealing with this, if you ever get broken, Mm -hmm. if you ever get broken or you receive that you're clingy, you'll either one, suppress your love language or you two, you'll begin to. Um, uh, look for someone else to give you that quality time. Exactly. You look for other moments. but And there's nothing wrong with that in dating. We're not trying to tell you to be monogamous. You're not married. But the problem is, is when you begin chasing those moments. Yes. And yes. You, fi- you find yourself, you start chasing moments and you start wasting time. Ooh, That's what happens to you. Okay. So that's so good. That was so good, especially especially with dealing with predators, because here's the thing. People I I say this often and I don't think people understand that no matter how strong the predator is, they always looking for the weakest prey. They don't want to put a lot of work into that in the chase. They want to. And so you'll find people who know your language the most or who can uh, at least understand it enough to reel you in. Mm -hmm. So you have to be careful. So here's the thing. How do you protect yourself? With your love language. This is your love language. It's a beautiful language. This is your default speak. How do you protect yourself mm-hmm. in that? Number one, know that quality time is your love language. It's important that you know that this is your love language. It's because if you know it, you'll know that's how you speak. Mm-hmm. You know that's how you want to be spoken to. The right person can be taught that. And you can begin to understand that, hey, this is something that needs to be guarded. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, 
one thing I want to put here as a caveat. Can I say caveat? Or is it- yes. Okay, as a caveat. All right. You, if you're listening to me, quality time, pull in with me real quick. All right. If you do get into a relationship with someone who is an introvert. Now, we don't often uh, understand introverts and extroverts. And one day we'll go through absolutely that 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 conversation with you with um, with the other personality complexes. We'll deal with that with you. But many of you don't understand introverts are not shy or, you know, like Mm -hmm. or, you know, soft spoken or anything like that. That's not what it is about them. They're introverts because of their energy mechanism, how they gain and, and spill their energy. So what happens is an introvert will feed you and they'll pour into you and they'll pour so much of themselves into you because they do love you. They like quality time almost more than any anyone else, really. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The thing is, is that they have to pull back in order to recharge so they can give you more. If you mistake that pulling back, that rejuvenation for rejection, right. you will get your feelings hurt. Right. So be careful. I want you to understand as you're navigating those dating waters, understand whether you're dealing with an introvert or extrovert if you're if quality time is your Actually, all of them. But right now we're talking to quality time. Right. If that's your love language, understand that that's not what they're doing. They're not rejecting you. They need time to breathe, rejuvenate, exactly. and then to give more to you. Right. And they're not going to make you feel guilty for it. Hopefully, if you have an emotionally intelligent one. Um, True that. You're, you're going to get somebody who will yes. tell you, like, listen, it's not you. Just let me chill for a minute. And then, you know, I'll you know, we'll be able to hang out. But I just need to chill. Let me tell you something on a side note away from all this. This is some of the first conversations that the car and I had while in, the, in that two minutes and 35 seconds we were dating. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but really, this is this is some of the first conversations we yeah. had. We began to talk about our introversion, extroversion. We began to talk about who we were. We began to talk about our languages. We knew these things. It was fun for me because this is what I do. But as we grew together, we began to we, we understand those things. And that's how we respond and talk to each other when we get upset. We know where to pull back. We know, and we know what not to do. You understand what I'm saying? Yep. Uh, and and we'll talk about the the um we'll talk about those later. Mm-hmm. We'll oh we'll we'll definitely get into those later. What Look at not this. to do? Um, yes, ma'am. Kimberly Murphy. Um, sorry, I'm looking at two different names. Kimberly, like Palmer. She, yeah, she said my love language is quality time, but I tend to repeatedly attract emotionally and or physically unavailable guys. So I get to so I rarely get to spend any time together. What would you say about that when you feel like you're attracting somebody who is emotionally unavailable or physically unavailable? I think the one thing about dating is the good news is is that you can you can attract them Mm -hmm. and you can push them away. You get you can you can say, okay, you're not the one Um, people who men who are emotionally or physically unavailable. They're that purposefully. Now, they they dig your attention. Because mm-hmm. that's you saying you love them. And more than likely, they're feeding off of that. They want something that they don't want to give. Now, yeah. the idea that you keep attracting that is not set to say that that's your fault. And we're, we're going to talk a little bit more about some of the things you can do to guard against that. Mm-hmm. But the idea is, Kimberly, is that you got to understand you can't feed people who have no food to give back. Jesus. You see what yes. I'm saying? Yes. Not in a reciprocal relationship. In a missions relationship. Right. Absolutely. In a donations relationship. If you're dealing with children, yes. But if you're dealing with someone that where you're looking for a reciprocal return, you can't give to get. And one of the things you have to be careful of with quality time is that you're showing love, but you're also giving love to get. Mm-hmm. And your first thing you realize is that when you don't get it back, you give more. Yes, when because you, you think that's going to change something. Or you're trying to teach them something. Yes. All that is is that little versions of manipulation. What you got to do is begin to receive and understand these men as who they are and be honest with yourself. Hey, I'm attracted to you, but you can't give to me what I need. I must pass. It's like a cupcake. I'm attracted to you, but there's no nutritional value in you. <laughs> I must pass. Fried I'm, chicken. <laughs> exactly. Well, <laughs> hey. I just wanted to see your disposition. <laughs> Y'all, when you tell him he can't have fried chicken, his entire countenance changes. Jeez. You just you just messed. Oh, 
Oh my lord, the, I'm gonna have to. We mean may need some worship and praise or something. Bring the spirit back in here. I, you, you vexed me, girl. <laughs> but do you understand what I'm saying, Kimberly? Yeah, yeah. I wanted to make sure that you get that. Sometimes you got to pull back. Um, uh, and let me go into number two because I, maybe one of these will help you. Number two, how to protect your heart is never feel guilty over who you are. What happens is, is if um, quality time is your is your the way you speak love mm -hmm. and the way you want to receive love. People who are unwilling to give you that love will make you feel guilty over wanting that love. Right. And that will cause you to suppress it. And that will cause you to categorize yourself as clingy when you're not clingy. Clingy people are are have attachment issues. Now, you can develop one a little bit easier, mm -hmm. but clingy people have attachment and insecurity issues and, and, and they have. Um, issues with people belling on them. Correct. Okay. Yes. Um, and that's not you. All you're saying is, I want to be loved and I want to love you. Can we meet here? Right. That's all you're saying. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, but so never feel, never ever feel guilty over that. Okay. Number three is you have to guard the attention that you receive. Mm. Attention is delicious. Okay, for you, attention is delicious, especially in a moment. And it's okay to receive some. You just have to you just have to guard that you can't receive it from just anyone. And as soon as you receive it, this is what we're going to do. All of you quality time. Listen to me. With the, the person who you are attracted to, as soon as they give you attention, it's okay to be attracted. It's okay to receive that attention. But as soon as you do separate yourself and draw a boundary mm -hmm. in your mind, draw a boundary like. Say to yourself, this is not that moment, because as if, if you fall into that moment, you may you can give too much and receive too much too early on. Does that make sense? Yes. Um, I got another challenge for you. You know, I like to give go homework. ahead with the challenge. I like to give challenges. Here's a challenge. When you're dating, if you're starting to date anything like that. When somebody begins to give you the attention and the presence and begins to try to, you know, impose, you know, that quality time and, and give that to you. When they Darius love haul you. When they, when they, <laughs> when they try to get all up in your space, here's what you do is that first, before you even start dating and I'm, I'm, I'm going to step on something that's in the book, but just, that's okay. just, and I'm talking about the future book. Um, okay. 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 So identify what it is that your mate is. Who is it that you're looking for? What kind of person are you looking gotcha. for? Yes. What are the key things that this person needs to have spiritually, physically, you know, financially, everything put that out there right now. As they're getting in your space and giving you that attention that you like so much, yes, he's giving me attention, but does he love the Lord? How much has he spoken about God? What are his views? Does he go to church and do that? Cool. Yes, he's giving me attention, but how does he feel about children? Does he have children? Does he talk about his children? Are his children important to him? Yes. How, you know what I mean? Begin to talk to yourself about that person. So it always keeps you very, very, very sober minded about what's going on in that moment. These are moments. So every moment that they impose on you, you have to talk back to yourself and say, okay, they're giving me attention. They want to spend some time with me, but are they trying to get up in my drawers? You know, all of that. You know what I mean? Just Right. This is a moment, but it's not that right. moment. Yes. That's really good. Thank you so much. You got to follow that challenge because that's very important to begin to i think what you said was so good because what happens is is that if if i'm if if quality time is the way that i receive love yes you have to also begin to talk to yourself intelligently during that time right so it's the way it's, it's the way you can grow as well absolutely because a lot of times quality time turn in, easily turns into netflix and chill and all you're doing is i mean you ain't really chilling and you ain't watching no movies and so if it's quality time you okay if they want to spend quality time but all they're always talking about sex are they always trying to tell me to send them a picture are they always trying to say well what you got on before i come over that's the kind of thing that's not quality time they're trying to get in your space to get in your panties um, right or whatever else they need right, from you because it's want. not limited there you ladies got a lot and so do guys so that's very important guard the attention that you receive yeah number four guard the attention that you give this is very important because you're loving individuals all of us are loving individuals mm -hmm. but when you're attracted you may be able, you may give off too much too soon Mm -hmm. 
again, that moment is intangible, but right. it's there and it feels like forever when caught at the at the at the right at the right Correct. time yeah, yeah. with the with the right lighting with the right everything it can feel like forever mm-hmm. and so what you want to do is you want to practice moderation you need some level of attention to develop a relationship mm-hmm. in order to see if this person is someone who you want to date and then to see if this person is someone who you want to continue long term with if they have all those things that you need that you made on that list right but you want to make sure that you're not giving in too soon too much too soon always there always in the moment always present of audibly um in text you know ladies let him chase men don't chase too much just give enough just give an, and i'm not saying play a game it's not about a cat and mouse game it's what about self-control it's, it's about self-control so that you know for a fact that before i give them my language before i speak this beauty to them mm-hmm. in my moment that they're worthy of that moment mm-hmm. and they're worthy of the moments that follow right you Absolutely. see what i'm saying yes that's so very important okay number and i hope this helped you kimberly and number five for you everybody has past issues mm-hmm. but because I ran across this when dealing with someone or dealing with uh, quality time. Deal with your past brokenness and abandonment issues. Yeah. It hurts you in a specific, a specifically tender way. And it can make you controlling. It can make you seem like you're clingy. But what it does is it brings a lot of anxiety. Yes. Yes. You get scared when someone leaves or when you don't feel their presence, whether they're in a room, not in a room or they haven't talked to you in a while. You get scared. You have to. Number one, you have to begin to control that, you know, not no chasing people. But on the other end of it, if there's abandonment issues attached to it. You got to deal with that. Mm -hmm. You got to deal with that, because if you don't, you are ruined some good relationships even with friends right because you're scared they won't be there for you right okay right you even begin to start talking to god crazy when you pray where were you god why did you leave me yeah why did you forsake me Mm -hmm. that will be your language so you want to be careful okay yes ma'am i know you was gonna say something well no i it's it's fine it's because when this is your love language and you have not dealt with your past issues, you have the propensity to cling to anything. Yes. You have the propensity to allow anyone in that space. And what you'll find is that you're not even looking for someone to fill the time and the space of, of what you need right now. You're looking for them to fill a time and space of what you had and what you missed back then as yes. well. Yes. And so yes. you're sitting yes. there and you're begging them to stay there or you're finding ways to keep them in your presence because you're so afraid afraid that they're going to leave like they did so everything leave like your parents did like a bad ex did like a husband did uh, a wife whatever and so it becomes controlling if you don't deal with your past yes. because all you want to do is find ways to manipulate their time to be with you I cannot let you out of my sight and you begin to choke and suffocate the yes. life out of that relationship Absolutely. because you have not dealt with what you're holding on to in the past. So you're holding on to everything tighter, thinking that that's going to change what happened before. And it's not. Absolutely. Lord have mercy. You just shut that down. That's good. Babe. Well, that's that's, good. <laughs> Cause it used to be me. <sighs> that's all right. You got me now. The final one. Say it, baby. Stay vigilant. Stay woke. Stay woke it's important to make sure you know what you want it's important to make sure you're honest with yourself about who they are i can't tell you how many conversations that we've had with somebody and they said why did this person do this to me i've invested so much time in them and i said what did they do and they laid it out to me what they did and now then they want explanation and i say yo listen we're not going to talk about explanation you need to accept the fact that that's who they are mm-hmm. you need to accept the fact that that's who they are no who you're dealing with right singles that's going to help you navigate listen and knowing who you're dealing with doesn't doesn't mean you, as long as they're doing s- certain things like going to church or going to school or they got a job or you know those tangible things you right. need to know characters you need to know morals you need to know ethics you need to know who they are internally absolutely and whether they 
can or are willing to spend quality time or speak your language right. to you. Absolutely. Listen, Michelle just said, I'm going through that now when their patterns change a little. This is from my last relationship. I hate it. Number one, Michelle, just do me a favor and, and just go see about her book just to make sure it's not something that you need to do, that you need right. to get get over that past, the soultiesdetox.com. The other thing I want to mention is that, listen, this is what staying woke is all about, though. What you have to begin to do, that self-control will keep you from reacting to it. But you always want to keep your eyes open for patterns changing. You always want to keep your eyes open in case something goes off. Don't say anything because you don't want to let your crazy show just in case they was at church and they was taking grandmama to the grocery store. Right. Like you don't want to do that. But what you do want to do is begin to keep your eyes open like, okay, if patterns are changing, let's just see how often they change. Was it a one-time thing? Is it happening more and more? Is it becoming more frequent? Right. Like, you know what I mean? So stay woke. If y'all are just dating, especially. Yes. You have to watch for those pattern changes because it's right when you get comfortable that the patterns change and then they make you feel guilty for questioning it. No, wait and see if the the pattern changing becomes a pattern itself. Uh, You are not obligated to make something work when you're dating. Yeah. You don't have to make it work. Now you can grow as a as as a benefit of meeting someone who was difficult or maybe you're difficult and you both had to grow together. I get it. Those things happen. But you are not obligated to make something work. Right. And that's what happens when you're asleep. When you're asleep on the job, you're not vigilant. All you're doing is uh, planting a flag and say, okay, this is it. How do I make it work? Rather than staying woke and saying, okay, this does not deserve my flag yet. This is not yet the moon. I think I haven't left the atmosphere yet. You you understand what I'm saying? The the, moon? They planted the flag on the the astronaut. I get it, baby. I get your nerdy, but everybody. (laughs) Listen. Sorry. I love you. I love you too. But you do you understand what I'm saying? I want to make sure that you get it. Um, no longer give too much of you. Moments matter with you quality time. Moments and time matter. <laughs> the little bit and the yeah, big bit. Absolutely. All of it matters. So guard that. It's priceless. Don't let it be spoken to you unless they mean it. You ever heard you ever uh, heard somebody say, "Don't say I love you unless you mean it." Right. Yes. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That was I think that was in a movie. I can't remember which one, but it was in a lot of movies. Don't don't let them speak that mm-hmm. unless they because this is how you understand I love you, and you have to assess that. Does right. that make sense? Yes, Patrice. Yeah, Patrice said. So, at what point is it appropriate to ask about a change in pattern? There, when it begins to feel uncomfortable, I yeah, think. Yeah, when it's a when it's a pattern. Okay, so what's going on here? Hey, listen. Hey, listen. Hey, listen, babe. I noticed something, and I'm kind of uncomfortable with it. Can we talk about it? Yeah. All right. And then you go into, well, this is what I learned on this day, and this is what I learned on this day. Now, I'm not trying to hold anything against you. You're using dates? Okay. But well, well, you know, I I learned this the other day, and and this is what I saw, and that's uncomfortable to me. But I don't want to assume assume. I don't want to jump jump to conclusions. So I I just I, I wanted to respect you enough to ask you what's going on here. Yeah. But you know, super spy FBI girlfriend, what she likes to do is <laughs> is is that you don't let time pass before you ask about it. What you do is you begin to catalog. If yeah. something changes, it'd be like, okay, cool, what are you doing? Okay. All right, cool. Okay, got it. Cool. And if it happens again, oh man, what happened? Oh, what happened today? Oh. Okay, so that's two times. You know what I mean? And Absolutely. Then you begin to you begin to build a case in yourself. A lot of times, let me tell you something. You ain't gonna lead nobody into no lie. And you know what I mean? You're not gonna lead them into telling you the truth. People will lie until they die if it means that it protects whatever it is that they're trying to protect. That's true. So that that that's neither here nor there. Your goal is to as you go, if something begins to change, just ask. If it's a reasonable explanation, cool. If it happens again, Ask again and then begin to catalog. Does it make sense? What's really going to be important is that as you are cataloging these things that happen is that you are not so far invested 
That's what I'm talking about. That you begin to lie to yourself about those explanations. Absolutely. Because absolutely. you have to be in a position where you say, okay, if something does not make sense, you have to be honest with yourself that something begins to not make sense anymore. Period. Right. And and to, to be honest, regardless of the explanation, if it's consistent and you don't like it, you walk. Mm-hmm. The, the problem is with questions like that, and I'm not saying your question, but when we get questions like that, People are really asking not how do we regard how not do how we do we address the pattern. They're asking how do I get them to change? Mm-hmm. How can I move them? How can I manipulate them to a point where it's, it feels better for me? And the thing is, you don't. Mm-hmm. You give them the option. You say I don't like it, so there's a problem with it, and you don't say it like that. But you say it in the two different ways right. Bet- between the two ways. Absolutely. You know, you catalog. You set the. You you see the precedent. You see the consistency, and you keep under and you understand that. You come to a point where you say, okay, this is who they are. Do I accept it or I reject it? Because eventually their choices is their choices. And then you become, you come to a place where you mm-hmm. have a choice too. Mm-hmm. And if you if you don't take the choice that you have, if you neglect mm-hmm. to make the choice that you really want because you've invested too much quality time or too much of yourself or whatever the case may be, you'll be stuck trying to wrestle with how do I deal with their patterns? Exactly. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Look at uh, Dominique's question here. Okay, okay. She says, what if you put people at a distance building wall because you are scared they will take advantage of your quality time? I feel vulnerable due to past pain. I love quality time, but I am scared someone will take advantage of that. Okay. Go. Ain't nothing wrong with a wall when you're dating. <laughs> I, I, I have no problems with walls. Um, Listen, ain't nothing sexier than a man that's gonna come in and beat down those walls. I'm sorry. Yes. Okay, yes, that was ma- oh, yes. that sounded really bad. Oh, <laughs> yes. I didn't mean it like that though. But you but, think of the but, princess but, in the castle. Think of the princess in the castle. Absolutely, I get it. I get it. Here's the thing, though. Lord have mercy. <laughs> sorry. Um, man or woman. Yeah. Someone who's willing to understand. Someone, and and you know what? It's unfair to say if they're interested enough, they'll get through. It's unfair to say that. Um, Every wall has a window. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Unless they're internal walls inside the home. Mm -hmm. Every wall where someone can gain, where where someone wants to gain access has some level of a window or a door. All you, you can crack open the door. The problem with someone taking advantage of you is allowing it to go too far. Right, exactly. What you want to do is it's okay to crack open the door and spend time with someone. It's not okay to to give time to them and get so wrapped up into them that you are addicted to them. Right. You see what I'm saying? So you have to be careful with you. It all comes down really to be honest with you, and people hate to say this because people like to point the finger. It all comes down to self-discipline. Right. People use us because we allow ourselves to be used. People use us because we are not awake. Now, sometimes we don't know. People lie. Exactly. It's unfair to say that, well, I should have known that. But at some point, we have to be vigilant enough to say, okay, if I let you in this far, what are you going to do? You see what I'm saying? What kind Mm -hmm. of dirt you got on your shoes and what are you leaving on my rug? And if and if you got dirt on your shoes, okay, sir, ma'am, step outside and wipe your feet before you come in the next time. Right. Or take off your shoes right. out there. Okay. This is holy ground. It's important to dictate your environment. If you can't dictate your environment, that means you're not disciplined enough to run your environment. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? That's mm-hmm. very important. Mm-hmm. It's also important to be honest. One thing that Ken and I, when we came to the table, we were very honest about our past. Now, I don't recommend you tell everything about your past that's hurt you in the very beginning. But what I do recommend is if somebody's being a little bit aggressive with trying to get access to you and get beyond that wall, what I recommend is just saying, hey, listen, I'm I'm taking it slow right now. You know, I'm really taking things slow. Let's just see what happens. You know, I, I want to, to get to know you. I want to, you know, guard myself. I want to get to know you better. But I also want to make sure that this is right. You know what I mean? Number one, watch how they respect your boundaries. 
And then number two, if somebody really is genuinely interested in getting to know you and that them beyond that is interested in loving you beyond those walls, they will be patient with you until those walls gradually come down. Absolutely. And, and, and it, it means that that person, that means they are earning their way beyond the gates. That's all I'm saying. Gradually. Listen, to, uh, because Lasagna Riles asks, at what point do you let your guards down? You have to understand a lot of people deal with dating and they deal with dating all or nothing. Right. They say, am I am I able to let my guard down? Cool. All doors and windows <laughs> is like open. Kids running Come out here, recess, baby. Like, yeah! Exactly. That is not how that works. You let it down gradually. Yes. Because then when you'll know when when to let them back up, you know when to cut them off. What happens is, is is when you feel safe enough to say, okay, I'm going to let you go ahead and come on in, you get attached and then you get sorry that you let them in, but you can't, it's hard for you to get them out. Right. And you can't do that. Going through the process, dating is a process. Dating is, is not a thing that you do. Dating is not a goal. Unfortunately, we get into that book as well. Uh, <laughs> dating is not your goal. Having a date, having a boyfriend, those titles, those places in, or a girlfriend, those places in your life are not permanent. Dating itself by design is temporary. So what you have to do is you have to treat it temporarily. If you've ever rented a car before, you treat that. Hopefully you guys treat rented cars nicely, but you right. treat it as if you're going to give it back. That's what you do here. Mm. You don't treat it like you bought it. That's the problem. We're that? getting into relationships and we're treating relationships like we bought them. And then we want to take them home and Ooh. park them and put them in our garage indefinitely when they don't fit. No. I yes, ma'am. Go I ahead, babe. It. I Go got ahead. it. I got it. Dating. When you're renting a car, the whole purpose of renting a car, like he said, is to return it in the same condition in which you rented it. Return it in that same condition. No dents, no scratches, nor nothing, or you will have to pay for it, okay? Woo! So you're dating someone. When you are in that process of dating, you're dating it with the understanding that that person does not belong to you. You're dating that person with the understanding that you may have to be, like stand back and give that person over to someone else. Do you want to give somebody damaged goods? Do you want Want to give somebody something that you've been rolling over potholes with full feet on the gas do you want to give somebody something that you have for all intentions and purposes broken absolutely <coughs> pardon me and, and that works in reverse and, it because, and i was just getting ready to say that i'm sorry that's why i choked the no, lord made me choke it works in reverse because you have to realize that that person is holding your heart and everything about you in their hands and if you give it over to them too quickly too soon you're running the risk of them damaging you for the next person that is really supposed to have you right period absolutely. And no, a handyman can handle scratching dings, but not any man. Mm -mm. Not the healer that Christ has designed to be your husband. Right. Not the covering that Christ has designed to be your wife. Absolutely. They can handle scratching dings, but are they really supposed to? So you want to be careful. You are the rental and they are too. Wow, that's good. That mm -hmm. is so, that was good, girl. I love that. Listen, it started hey, with you. You and your analogy. We got Houston. We got San Diego in the house. Do we have any more questions? Because I think we're ready. We, we've we been through this. The next time we meet will be on next Wednesday. We're going to talk about my favorite words of affirmation i think okay? it's every man's favorite but okay that's what i'm thinking i, I think <laughs> that too. i think every man's favorite is words of affirmation followed by physical touch but <laughs> thank you for listening to the soul ties podcast recorded live on facebook and distributed to itunes and soundcloud help us spread the word by rating us leaving a review and sharing and be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss an episode if this episode has helped you and you're ready to begin your personal journey to freedom, visit us at thesoultiesdetox.com. If you have questions that you'd like us to answer live, please visit us on Facebook or Instagram and Twitter at Ask the Martins. Thank you for tuning in to this week's Soul Ties podcast. We hope you enjoyed the program.